Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla, and we're so happy to have you here with us. Um, But before we get into the Word this morning, we're going to take a moment and pray. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. We thank you for your forgiveness, Lord, that you forgive us and that you have given us the power and the ability to forgive others, Lord. And we thank you for teaching us, Lord for training us and showing us what you have for each and every one of us, Lord, concerning our lives and our families, our finances, our jobs, Lord, that you have written it in the books and the accounts of heaven, Lord, and that you are faithful to perform all the words that you have concerning each and every one of us. Lord, we thank you for your love, and we thank you for guiding us this morning and for being our Father and giving us the opportunity to be your sons and daughters. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. So glad to have you with us and excited to get into the Word with each of you so we can all learn and grow and especially learn how to wage a good warfare, how to stand in our faith. So with that, we are continuing our study in 1 Thessalonians. We're still in chapter 4 on verses 1 through 8. So if it's your first time joining us or if you're rejoining us, instructions the same. I'd like to encourage you to go ahead and pause the episode to give yourself a, a moment to read through that section of scripture and make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. And at this time, the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit's speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. So at the end of the last episode, I began to um, talk about what the Lord was showing me concerning uh, this particular section of scripture. And it wasn't just, you know, focused on this one thing. Like you, you, you become so fixated on making sure you don't do this one thing that you neglect and you forget the others and you don't need a piece of parchment with every commandment on it of don't do this so that you keep yourself and I just want to take a moment and look at verses um, 6 through 8, where it's talking about the Lord being the avenger of all who defraud, you know, uh, who have been defrauded, I should say, um, and taking advantage of. And particular, the Lord was showing me it was important for this this particular kind of action. Sure, it, it's, it's pretty bad when someone steals your money or, you know, they take something that belongs to you, but to defile the physical vessel that the Lord has given you, that carries a different kind of weight and consequence. And it, um, for the person who has experienced that, there is a different kind of, I wouldn't say scarring, but impact. Impact. That's mm-hmm. a good word for it. A, a different kind of impact that goes beyond just physical, um, physical. Mm-hmm physical wounds but physical consequences so like if i stole your money promise the only consequence you know would be you couldn't pay your bills it goes beyond external consequences yes and it now becomes something that's internal and against their personal being their soul and their life yes thank you Mm -hmm. mommy you're welcome my love well since mommy said what she did now we can move (laughs) on to the next part (laughs) um 
talking about verse 8, um, or actually, let me back up. I didn't talk about the Lord didn't cause to uncleanness, and that's in all forms. It doesn't just mean physical uncleanness, but spiritual uncleanness, mental uncleanness, emotional uncleanness. He never called us to any of those things because mm -hmm. he gave us the mind of Christ and he creates wholeness and soundness. So uncleanness also denotes there is breakage somewhere. Mm -hmm. Something is not... Yes, mommy. And he's also washed us with the water of the word and with his blood. So that's, you remember when he washed the disciples' feet? Yes, he said, mommy. now you're clean, right? He, he brought them into himself and he applied his anointing, his covering to their life. That's what cleanses them. And then we have a, a role to play of cooperating with that. But that, the blood and the word is what cleans us and we are to apply it daily. And on the other side of that coin to abstain from things that would cause defilement yes mommy okay. and now that mommy said what she said again we can guess to the next point and this is verse eight therefore he who rejects this this is the whole commitment of the lord is not rejecting man but the lord who gave it and the holy spirit who was sent here to um guide us in the all truth and shows things to come so sometimes when we're walking we think i know in my own life we'll, we'll take children or parents well it's just mommy and dad that i'm you know I'm breaking their rules because they're the only ones I can lay my physical eyes on. I'm not actually laying my eyes on them, but, you know, looking at. Mm -hmm. But it's really against the Lord. So what Paul is showing them here, um, as you mentioned, Mommy, in the in the previous episode, check the see, sending the big brother to check up on them and see, okay, are you only doing this when I can see you, when I'm in your presence, or are you like this always? Um, is also asking the question, are you and showing us that it's not just it's not about Paul himself. He wasn't saying that I'm I'm boss man here and you're mm -hmm. going to fulfill my commandments. He's saying, can the Lord trust you? Are you faithful to the Lord regardless of who's physically here or not? Mm -hmm. or, are you, or are you only like this when you feel as if someone can see you? So the ones who are choosing not to keep their own vessel, their own spirit, soul, and body, not saying you're your own savior, but you aren't doing your part to abstain from sin. It's not a rejection of church law. It's not a, a rejection of what your pastor told you on Sunday or what your parents taught you as a kid. You're rejecting what the Lord said to you specifically because this word is for everybody. Whether you choose to apply it or not is a whole nother matter, but he did give this commandment to all. He didn't say uh, man and woman, you're excused because you were my first, the first two that I created to do whatever you wanted to do. And the consequences don't apply to you. The consequences of sin, that is not that the Lord is punishing, but there are spiritual rules and laws, just like there are rules and laws here in America, that if you break one of them, there are certain consequences attached to it. He didn't give Paul an excuse. Well, because you were brought up under Gamaliel and you were going to be a Pharisee. So I'll excuse your bad behavior or the Thessalonians because you weren't part of physically you know genetically part of israel i'll give you an excuse note this rule is for everybody and everybody has the opportunity and the chance and the responsibility to choose him and those that don't again they they um i won't say suffer but they receive the the just reward of what they've sown as you sow so shall you reap so watching paul wrap this together and said uh, watching the holy spirit 
that's who's writing this. Watching the Holy Spirit through Paul wrap this together and give such a beautiful message of it. Don't just be looking at the one thing. It's everything. All of the law and the prophet is, com- is contained in this one thing. And this is all the Lord's asking you for really simplifies things and makes it liberating for us to see. Okay. I don't have to jump off a 60,000 foot cliff to please the Lord. All I have to do is love him with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love my neighbor as myself, and continue in that regardless of who's watching. It's very simple. It, it is. But let's, let's bring that to a, a deeper level, all right? Why are those the two greatest commandments? Uh, because it, on it rests, if we don't follow those commandments, we're not going to follow the others. Okay. And it says it also fulfills all the law and the prophets, right? Yes. So we, in the the last episode, we're just talking about measurable or actionable, right? Application to purity and holiness, which is what the Lord through the apostle Paul is writing about here, right? Yes. Yes. Now I, I must say, let's not get caught up on the natural things. The Lord through Paul is talking about spiritual implications, as you brought up, honey, honey, right? Mm-hmm. Although this is also the natural manifestation of some things, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, and I say this, uh, we can go to John 3, 11 and 12 say this. This is Jesus speaking. <clears throat> he says, most assuredly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I had told you, excuse me, if I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? Mm-hmm. All right. So why do I, why is that, that verse, why does it apply here? And it's for this reason. Who is Jesus? The Lord and the Savior. Word. God. Okay. He's also the firstborn of many, what? Brethren. 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 Now, The Lord through Paul is talking about how we are to carry and conduct ourselves in standing for faith right before, and actually he's he's already in the midst of talking about brotherly love. Now we spoke about fatherly love, Mm -hmm. right, already, and what that's supposed to look like. But now it's how you treat each other, because in so doing, it's not about, I'm not a, it's not a, me against you promise or how I treat you. Although yes, you are my brother in the Lord. It's how I'm treating the Lord through you. What was said uh, about or concerning uh, Moses? He was faithful in all the Lord's house In all the Lord's house. Okay. Right. What did David say when he sinned? So, so two examples. Which, which part? He said a whole lot. So two examples. For okay. Moses, yes, he was faithful in all the Lord's house. But when the people complained against Moses, right? And they wanted to stone Moses and all that. Moses sought the Lord. And the Lord said, their words aren't against you. They're against me. Mm-hmm. David, although had wronged many people, right? You had Uriah. And, and now there was a child and, and all this, all these other things, right? Mm-hmm. He had also wronged Bathsheba and vice versa. Right? It was mutual. However, there was, there was still a wronging that happened to a sister in the Lord, mm-hmm. David for his part. Mm-hmm. And then Bathsheba against a brother in 
in the Lord mm-hmm. for her part, right? But what was David's prayer when he repented? Lord, who have I, what? Wronged. Who have I sinned against but you? So he understood the greater measure, the greater weight of his actions, mm-hmm. of all these things that are being written about here, um, frauding and, and having all these passions of lust and things that people that don't know the Lord engage in. They weren't, yes, it happened. It manifested against, in, in the natural, against others, but he understood he was truly doing it against the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's no different for us today. So when we understand that, now we can make a even greater willful, witting choice, decision to move forward with the Lord and not to wrong the Lord. So when the Lord says, all the law and the prophets are summed up in this, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, now we see these are just some of the actionable or some of the measurable application, some of it, on how to carry this out. Mm-hmm. Yes, Dan. And in your, just another way we can look at that in the reference that you were talking about with David. David probably didn't consider it in that way at the moment. But think about this. We are bought with a price. We belong to the Lord. And... In order for David to end up in that sin with Bathsheba, he had to break away from everything that he ever knew about God because mm-hmm. everything that God had taught him and showed him and revealed to him about himself said that you would never do something like that. You would never steal another man's wife and then have the other man killed and then right go on in, in that um, lie in that vein for as long as David did. So in order for him to engage in that action, he had to break his fellowship and his covenant with the Lord to go and do that because his, I'm sure his, um, his spirit and his soul were crying out, don't do this, right? The part of his being had to cry out because the same man who had been with God in the field mm-hmm. when he was a little shepherd and singing all these prophetic songs and hymns and prophesying about the Messiah coming through and believing God to kill the giant and believing God to slay the Philistines and other places and fight those battles and asking God for um, strategy. How do we win this fight, God? The same man who did all of those things had to now override and overturn the spirit of God working in his life in order to commit that sin. So when we think about, oh, well, I mean, he's just a human and I don't understand why it means that much. You also have to consider what it took for him to be able to physically carry that out, to Mm -hmm. send the messengers and then sit there waiting, patting his foot for the messengers to get back and then say, hey, girl, where you belong? And have that conversation with her, knowing full well and hearing the information, right? When the Holy Spirit gives us warning. Now, the Holy Spirit was resting on him and the same Holy Spirit that told him, don't go up there like this, wait till you hear him in the treetops, the same Holy Spirit that told him to behave wisely, right, as he was going out to battle. It wasn't just at the Urim and the Thummim and it wasn't just when he went to the priest and asked for consultation of the Lord. The Holy Spirit led him continuously. Yes, mommy. So that same Holy yes. Spirit would have been saying what to him about the situation? Don't go that way. Don't do He it. said, don't get up on that roof. You're supposed to be out in the out there fighting. 
Mm. You're supposed to be in another place. Don't look at that woman. I know how the Lord speaks to me. And that's and isn't that also what Jesus says? If you even looked on this one with lust, you've already done the action in your heart. Mm-hmm. And so, that has that's not changed just exactly. because Jesus physically came on the scene in the natural form that we saw him through his, through his earthly ministry because God's standard is one. But it's the same way is. with anger. It's the same way with anything, mm-hmm. right? And that's, yes, towards our our brother and sister in the Lord or our neighbor as mm-hmm. ourself, right? Mm-hmm. But who's it truly being done toward? The, the Lord. Lord. And that's why the Lord is saying this was against him, mm-hmm. right? Because if we come in, especially us, if we come in through the blood of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us. The fullness of the Godhead has taken residence and he guides us. He leads us. He tells us the way to walk in. And in order for us to find ourselves or take carry ourselves to sin, because he naturally carries us away from it. So that meant we had to traverse back to it. So, David so had to we, override. He had to depart from exactly. the Lord and from and the presence break of the Lord. covenant and fellowship with the Holy Spirit in order to do that work that he did, that, that sin and that crime. Uriah felt the brunt of it. Like in the natural, he was affected by it, but it was God that he was denying in order to be able to hurt Uriah, right? And he killed him. He stole from him and he killed him. But in order to get there, he had to cut his fellowship with the Lord. Because again, the same God that led him in all these other victories didn't depart from him at this point and go, oh, I can't talk about this. I'm too holy to keep you out of sin. How did he keep him out of trouble any other time? Right? Yes, Yes. mommy. Amen. When he sent Abigail and all that, right? Hello. The same Holy Spirit was working in that as well. Um, Go ahead, promise. Very quickly before we leave, Layla, you mentioned talking about mental, we were overall talking about purity and Mm -hmm. also cleanness. And the Lord was, going back to what you were saying about mental purity, Lord, sorry, not Lord, Layla, Mm -hmm. the Lord was talking to me about how it's more more than just what you're thinking about. It's also the heart condition. Mm Mm-hmm. Mommy, you brought up and Dad talking about David and Uriah. And in order for David to do that, he had to first deny God. That's right. And so also going back to, we also were talking about brotherly love briefly. And going back to how once we have that love first towards God, because ultimately we Jesus is the firstborn among many brethren, He's also our father in Christ. He's also our father. And so as a, as a result, once we show that love towards God, he's able to cleanse us from everything that it's inside of our mind and also to show us and point out what's wrong. Mommy, as you said, that the Holy Spirit will show tell us what's going to happen, not also that we should be so in tune with the Holy Spirit that as soon as God tells something to tells us to do something, that we do it. Mommy brought up with David, and how the Holy Spirit had told him not to go into the roof and also to go into battle. And seeing that David had listened, he wa- the Holy Spirit didn't have to tell David all the consequences. Mm-hmm. It was That's his right. duty to listen, and. 
the same we have the same duty. It's our duty to listen to the Holy Spirit for ourselves in order so that, so that we don't fall ourselves. Mm-hmm. Listen and obey. Amen. Yes. Because he heard him. He just didn't obey. And even though it's not literally written there, we know the Holy Spirit's character. Well, and if he was it's, there it's for every other part, <laughs> he's it, there for that. that. That part actually begins at the time when kings go out to battle, which mm-hmm. denotes automatically that David knew where he was supposed to be and what he was supposed to be doing and was not there. And that clearly came from the same Holy Spirit who led him and guided him in every other time mm-hmm. when concerning where he was supposed to go, what he was supposed to do or say, or right, what actions mm-hmm. he was supposed to take, whether it was mm-hmm. battle or otherwise in his life. Mm-hmm. The same one who caused him to go out and come in wisely before the people. And, and, and yes. the king himself, prior to him uh, assuming the role mm-hmm. and the position. Mm-hmm. So, knowing God's character and how he, he does not change. He's the same good God, and if he was good for one thing, he's good for the other. He's good all the way through, um, is important. So, just realizing that there are spiritual consequences that we cannot ascertain from the natural. If David had known... What was going to happen from this one action? I I'm pretty sure he would not have taken it if he had known all the repercussions. If Adam and a woman would... had known, correct. Well, for us, right? Jesus stated very plainly, "Who are my mother and my brothers? Those, Those do that do the mother. will of my Father in heaven." Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's no different for us. Mm-hmm. No, none, no different whatsoever concerning us. Mm-hmm. All these things that are listed, right? These. Uh, as, as we've said, measurable, actionable items that we can examine ourselves to find out if we're truly applying the Word of God in our life and in our walk. Are any of those things listed in the will of the Father? Absolutely not. We're called to be pure and to practice holiness before Him or mm-hmm. righteousness and justice concerning Him. Mm-hmm. And... That includes how, yes, we treat our brother and sister in the Lord because it's not so much them that we are treating. It is the Lord himself. Paul even writes in other places about, hey, don't be unaware. You may be entertaining angels. Mm-hmm. Well, how are we going to treat them? Should be just like a brother and sister of Christ or just like we would treat the Lord or anyone else. All right? Yes, Dan. Yes. So... Uh, there's a lot in there, so let's give time for everyone to go search the scriptures for the Holy Spirit to minister to your heart. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, I thank you for today, Lord, and I thank you for your mercy. Lord, and I also ask for forgiveness for anything that we've done against you, Lord, that you would forgive us, that you would cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Lord, and cleanse our conscience from dead works, Lord. We ask forgiveness for other people as well, Lord, and we forgive them and let them go free, Lord, and we ask you to cleanse them and their conscience from dead works, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your love and your mercy, and we thank you for all that you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. We love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website 
adayofprayer.org. Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.